0: All right, once again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Tiger's Podcast, where each and every week we try to bring a guest from the industry on board to talk about everything about fishing. You know, like our previous episode, we had L of Heaven and L Outdoors. This week, we jump into the tackle side of things, and we get to sit down with an amazing rod builder here in New Jersey. And he's also part of the Whole Century family. So, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Dean Dandenhauer of Advanced Fishing USA, USA here to the podcast. What's going on, Dean?
1: What's going on man how are
0: you nothing much nothing much how's rod building season been
1: uh busy
0: busy, busy as hell yeah. cool that's good to hear it's always good busy for you guys um so let's uh let's start this episode like how we start every episode uh, a little background about yourself you know how you got into fishing your early years mentor you know etc
1: the whole goods so uh i mean i started fishing when i was young you know same way a lot of guys do you know hitting hitting the ponds around the house and stuff for largemouth and sunnies, whatever whatever we could catch um, you know my uh my uncle, my grandfather were big fishermen, and yeah, so I would always you know do some saltwater fishing with them, and then uh, as I got older my uh close friend, my neighbor uh had a boat, so we would take it out in the Delaware Bay, and we out of Fortescue. we would chunk for for stripers and big blues or what, whatever else we could catch, And you know, at the time we were out there just getting drunk and acting like fools, you know but uh. <laughs> gotcha. From then on, it's just, you know, kinda, it just progressed more and more and more to what it is today, which is straight-up full-blown addiction. <laughs> so you are a, a born and raised Jersey boy, right? Yeah, yeah
0: born okay. and raised in New Jersey, yeah, unfortunately. Cool. <laughs> How would that be unfortunate? You had you some good waters down here. It would never be unfortunate. Uh, so we've uh, quite, got quite a list of things to discuss down today today's episode, but let's start with the business end of things. Uh, myself and a bunch of fishermen, all up and down the coast from Florida up to Maine. You know, we all have one thing in common, that we own one of your custom-built sentry rods. Uh, Let's talk about the company you build rods for and how this adventure as a rod builder all began.
1: So it it really, I I ended up winning a tournament. I won a tournament, and uh, Mike Kolek, he asked me, you know, you want to come in? I was laid off at the time, and he said, you want to come in? You know, maybe teach you how to build. You can build your own rods since you're not doing anything anyway. you know. Oh, like why, why not sounds fun let's try it and it kind of just it went you know right away it started getting it you know and it was uh and it just i just started build i built and i started doing helping them out here and there uh as much as i could you know with, with when i had time with, um, without the kids and stuff and then it's just i just never went back to my regular job which was painting which i did for 20 years I, you know I, you know, I've, I've forgotten more than any painter, you know, knows. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just, it just went from there and it eventually just turned into like a full-time thing. And I just, you know, I'm, I work every day, you know, I'm there six days a week, sometimes seven and I love it. It's, uh, I haven't felt like I've gone to work in over three years now and it's, it's crazy.
0: Was it a hard crossover from painting and then right into like, like when you start learning, was it, was it a real learning, hard learning curve or just something kind of just click with you
1: and, it, and so, it happened. So with, with a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of things with, with painting is, that, you know, you do a lot of tedious yeah. work. So I was already used to that tedious, like mind numbing, like same thing over and over and over and over again. So that, that kind of helped me, it kind of helped it click a little bit for me. And uh, so it was kind of an easy transition, you know, and just, mentally it was just, it's just, it's so much better. You know, doing, doing something you love for work is the best thing on earth. I mean, there's nothing better. You know, it, I, I have friends, some of my best friends, you know, all I hear about is how terrible their jobs are and how much they hate work. And, and I feel ba- I feel horrible for them, but you know, most people are scared to make that jump to do something they love because they're, they're so worried financially and everything like that. And, you know, I got advice just, if I can give anyone advice, it would be just do it. You got the chance to do it, just fucking do it. There's no, there's no sense in you know, you only live once, and if you're gonna work your life to, if you're gonna work the rest of your life and you're gonna die unhappy, and you know, I don't care how much money you make, if you don't have time to spend it or to do what you want to do, then what, what, what's it worth? It's not worth shit.
0: You're totally right on that. I mean, same thing with me. I did autumn camps for 20 years. We were just talking about this on the phone too. You know, I was like, I didn't see, I didn't want to see myself after 40 years old, pulling out motors and like throwing my back out and, you know, shit like that. So, you know, I did the full thing, converted over to like full-time DJing and like, it's easy work, great money. You know what I mean? Same thing with you. It's like, now you get to kind of build on your own schedule, right? Cause now you have, you know, you have kids, you want to have a lot of family time, spend time with your kids. So doing what you do now, you kind of, you build your schedule where right you're around what your family has.
1: Yeah. Well, that was the other thing is, you know, my, <clears throat> my, um, my kids were getting older you know, unfortunately, I missed a lot of my uh, my oldest daughter's younger years, you know, to addiction. And you know, it's embarrassing to say, but it, it was. I, you know, I missed the, the young years when she was growing up, two, three years old, when they're at that, that real fun age. I, I wasn't there, I was in prison half the time. So to be able to be with my kids as much as I am now means the world to me, you know, and it's why, you know, that's why you don't see me fishing during the day. That's why you don't see me. Doing a lot of things because I'm not I'm not going to go I'm not going to go out fishing I'm not going to sacrifice any time of my kids to do something I love you know they come first no matter what so to be able to have my job around their schedule to be able to you know to be able to get them from school every day I'm not going to put my kids on a bus and on the I'm going to pick my kids up from school every day I'm going to bring my kids home I'm going to hang out with them I'm going to cook them dinner whatever and you know having the, having a job the way you know having the job that I have is the biggest contributor to that, you know, it makes my life so much better.
0: Right. But definitely applaud you, man, for, you know, for a lot of us, no, a lot of people like us, we've gone down, we were younger, we did dumb dumb and stupid things. Right. But the fact that you took that as, you know, a warning and turned yourself around and did do now. And now it's all about your family, man, dude, just, incredible though like just just that kind of story just it motivates a lot of people you know from like, no matter how far on the bottom of the rock you are you know you, there's always a way up because once you hit oh, the God. bottom it's only going up from there and the fact that you're living proof that you changed everything around to be super positive now
1: yeah and that bottom unfortunately that bottom was took a long <laughs> long time to find it was you know there's also a basement to the bottom you that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the basement now, i don't want to know about the basement to the, the base bottom.
1: the basement's living under the boardwalk in atlantic city that's the basement <laughs>
0: yeah, but, but glad that you turned everything around now. Like your, your family's happy. Everyone's happy. And that's it, it, all that matters right now, man. And fishing is just a bonus for us.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Cool. So, uh, so advanced fishing in USA has been pretty much the place to be when you're ready to order that, you know, that custom century rod, right? So the lineup of rod isn't too complex. Uh, but let's, uh, let's break down some real quick options we have available for like the surf casters, the inshore guys, and even get it jump into a little bit of the tuna guys too. So, uh, you are a huge surf caster, so that's kind of like your or So, no, the the surf casters are going to look towards you for these uh, recommendations.
1: So, my uh, my favorite rod, and I have them all. My favorite rod is always going to be a slingshot. You know, it's it, you know, it's the it's the first rod century here in America. Mm-hmm. You know, came out with, and it's it's just a, a great rod. You know, it's it casts easier and further than most rods. It's uh, super light in the hands and incredibly powerful. So the, the slingshot's always going to be like my first recommendation to guys. The uh the surf machines are phenomenal rods. The surf machine elites are what they are. They're, yeah. you know they're if you want to cheat while you're fishing, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one to get. Um, the whole lineup's great. You know, yeah. depending on what depending on what you like to fish. You know, if you're more a moderate a moderate rod kind of guy, you got the stealth. You have mm-hmm. the Kevlar Nor'easter. <clears throat> uh you have the lighter surf machine elites three-quarter to four three-quarter to five they're more of a moderate feel to them where and then uh faster action you're talking about the the slingshot you're talking about the heavier one the six surf machine one to six surf machine elite um so and there's a huge range of rods for everybody you know there, right. there there isn't there's not a person out there that we couldn't put a rod into their hands that would suit their needs. Right. Exactly.
0: So, so we'll just break it down to what we throw here in Jersey, right? Just say, all right. So off the beach, we're throwing like, you know, the typical like the SP minnows and like, you know, you know, get the mag darters, like, like, like slingshot would be perfect for throwing that stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. Nine, the nine, 6, eleven forty five 1145 slingshots. Yeah. The, the, one of the greatest, one of the greatest surf rods ever built. It's super light in the hands. It throws its range perfectly, which is what, like, I think it's three quarter to three and a half. something yeah. like that, um, that for somebody that likes a fast action rod that's the that's the rod that i would recommend for someone on the lower end and then you have the uh the whole stealth line the s2 the 10.6 s2 10 foot s1 the 10 foot s1 is a great all-around rod just just to have in your hand it'll do everything you want and more right i I have friends that that fish s2s for big fish and that they love they love them you know so they they're very uh Parabolic, yeah, they're very parabolic, they're very moderate.
0: Great, yielding, great, yielding rod. Those, yeah, those, those, styles. me
1: personally, I despise a moderate rod, <laughs> so you will never see me with a self.
0: <laughs> How about for the chunking guy? You know, the guys that like to throw like the six to eight ounces off the beach with a, like a big chunk of bunker on there.
1: So, you got the surf machine max, they uh, it's a five to 12, 13 foot rod. Um, it'll do five to 12 plus bait. So you know that's a great rod for the chunkers, and you got the drum gun. You have the big, the big slingshots, the fourteen forty nine, and even the fifteen sixty, I believe. Um, they're gonna they're gonna cover all your chunking bases, and it all depends what you want to spend and what you want the rod to do. Gotcha. Sounds good.
0: Um, boat wise, let's do the inshore. I know you just took a trip with Chris out there, and you what were you guys throwing out there on the boat? I,
1: so I took a I took a prototype rod, oh. one of our the slope a slow pitch rod that we, it was a prototype and. I mean, it was. It's 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 not made for big striped bass. You know, yeah. it's more of like a sea bass type of rod. Yeah. And I got my ass kicked a couple times by some good bass. It was it was fun. But uh, the weapon, man, the weapon. <laughs> None of the mag, the mag or nothing like that. The mag's great. They're great for what they are. But if you want that all around rod, that's going to do everything you want it to do and more. The weapon is the rod.
0: Yeah, I always recommend the weapon whenever some guy says, "Well, what are you throwing off the beach?" You no know, like back bays, off the boat, stuff like weapon the weapon it the does weapon. it all it you does know, it all
1: if you want if you want to downscale you want to do some really light light tackle stuff you know the the demon is the demon is the one so if you, all you really need in your life is a demon and a weapon mm-hmm. yeah you know, that's it the mags are great they're fun they're super light you know they have that fast action tip and they they're very very sensitive
0: the mag, the mags have their places, right? Especially like yeah, like absolutely. tall jigging and stuff like that. Oh, you need a sensitivity. So, I mean, I the, jig
1: with a weapon. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I jig with a demon sometimes when I get when I get bored.
1: Oh yeah, it's fun. It's super fun. But the like the weapon mag now, you know, if I'm if I'm out fluking, yeah, you know, for the fluke guys, the weapon mag is what I recommend to pretty much everyone. It'll it'll jig up to like eight ounces comfortably. It'll jig down as low as you wanted to do. That rod will do a lot. The weapon mag is a phenomenal rod. And, you know, it's just a faster action version of the weapon that, you know, handles a little bit more.
0: A little bit. Just a few, another and a half ounce or half ounce more. It depends. What yeah, better ounce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, tuna's been a big thing around us lately. So, what do we have for the, uh, the, uh, tuna guys?
1: Well, we've got the, all the vertical jig rods, the 709, the 728. Um, it's a lighter one too. I forget the numbers on it. Then the, uh, you have all the popping rods, the GT popping rods. And then, uh, yeah, I'm not as familiar with the tuna stuff because I don't mm-hmm. tuna fish often. Yeah. Um, I know there's the uh, the Excalibur and yeah. stuff, which yeah. is a
0: great. Those are the bigger guys. The bigger yeah, Most so mostly us yeah. for here is like a lot of jigging, a lot of popping rods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the, the five hundred to seven hundred, thousands. So. Yeah, definitely. Cool, cool. So, uh, so, now we know. And now we know anyone can walk into you know anyone can walk into any Century dealer shop and pick up a, a stock built Century rod, right? But the, the and the rod will handle whatever you throw at it most days. But like, what makes an angler like myself or a bunch of the guys, you know, local, our local guys, like like that wants to walk into Advanced Fishing and you know and get a custom built Century rod? Like, what's you know what's the difference? So what makes us want would rather walk into get our custom build than you know just to pick up a stock rod?
1: Yeah, I mean. A stock rods it, it is what it is mm-hmm. they're, they're the quickest easy to rod mm-hmm. and that's always that's always what it is with with almost every company um it's they're very basic there's nothing there's nothing custom about it whatsoever and it's the same rod over and over and over again now you know if you you're a little shorter than me or you know i know guys that are way taller than me yeah. you know, they like a longer butt section yeah Having that, having the right butt section on a rod, having the right butt length on a rod makes the world, makes a world of a difference for guys. Um, Different grips. A lot of the, a lot of stock rods don't come with grips whatsoever. And, you know, you've got a nice thin, you know, say a Surf Machine Elite, it's a very thin rod, you know, holding that rod in your hand all night in the cold and having to hold like a pencil thin rod in your hand, it's going to, your hand's going to cramp up and stuff. You have no grip, nothing to hold onto or anything. And it's just, you know, the biggest things with a custom rod is you know doing a decorative wrap that's personal to you having the same having the colors you like on a rod because not everybody wants a black and silver wrapped rod a lot of people do some people don't different real seats real seats are endless Mm -hmm. some guys like the alps soft touch seats some guys like the alps rapid spin some guys like the fuji deluxe me personally i like a fuji Ergo. it's the most comfortable seat out there the the uh, the Fuji Ergo is my favorite seat by far. It's 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 perfectly to a to a foregrip, a pocket grip, and it's just it's the perfect transition on a surf rod. Now for like your inshore rods and stuff, the Alps are great. I have no, I think they look awesome on those rods. They uh, they're flashy, they're cool looking, and all. But uh, being able to uh, customize that rod per- totally, you know, there's so many different real seats out there that you want that 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 guys like. There's so many different colors and everything. The um, The other thing is, you know, you get a, you say you're fishing a ten foot rod, but you like a big reel. You know, the standard standard stock rod is not going to have, you know, them them guides are not going to be set up the right way and everything. You know, you want to have your stripper guide moved a little bit more this or that way, Um, different color guides, the you know, titanium torsites and everything. It's 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 customized rod is it's endless. endless. It doesn't end. Yeah, you can do anything you want with a rod.
0: But you're right though. Like most times, like a guy walks into a shop. He could be six feet tall, you know, or, or like He's me, six like, like six, five, or like me, a five, five, you know, we're going to pick up that same rod and it's not going to, it's going to feel different. It's going to react different because there are times when I've picked up a rod and I, like I wish I had a little longer, but yeah. or something like that. So being a, being, getting a custom rod, that rod's going to be just for you and it's going to be perfect well, for you. If,
1: you, if you're going to, if you, if I'm going to spend $600 on a, on an inshore rod, you'd be absolutely insane to not get it done perfectly for you. Exactly. Um, They, you know, a a century should be customized for everyone. And that's how it should be.
0: Cool. And then, like you said, guides are endless, you know, wraps are endless. Absolutely. Yeah. You could, we, People don't know that we, you can get a painted freaking uh, century rod. You maybe. can get whatever yeah. you want, anything you want, you know, custom wraps, names on their pictures. We even had seen rods with, like, guys' pictures, you know, like memorial pictures oh, on maybe,
1: them. You know, weave your face into the, guy, into the if rod you if you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, just, just don't be like some of these guys and put their girlfriend or wife's face on her, right? Because if, yeah, if okay. something happens, guess what? <laughs> you can't sell that rod. But, uh, yeah, that's definitely good, you know, so – the process of just getting custom rods sorry so say say i wanted a custom rod you know what would i like i would just what would i do what would i do what were the steps for me so, to get a custom rod
1: so our you know we do a lot i do a lot with online orders because we you know we sell a lot of rods to guys over in california we mm-hmm. do a ton of business over in california a uh, decent amount over in texas and florida you know doing it online works you know doing it through conversation works and all and, you know getting the right measurements for everyone is uh is a little tougher online and all but th- your best bet is you know you want to you want a rod come down to the shop come down to the shop we'll take every freaking rod we have to offer we'll go down we'll go cast them we'll find the perfect rod for you and you know that's the <clears throat> i like to think that we stand out for that reason you know you're not just grabbing one off the shelf and going i'll try this one you know you're going to try it Eight hundred dollar rod? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah.
0: You can't do that. You can't oh, walk into a shop and be like uh, I want to pick up this surf machine elite, this eleven hundred dollar rod and cast, and cast it. it. They're, they're gonna like,
1: no. This is why. This is why we do. That's why we do casting demos yeah, several times yeah. a year and stuff, just so guys get a get an idea. You know, it's it's a lot of money for a rod. You you want to make sure it's done right yeah. for you. You want to make sure it's the right rod. The, the worst the the worst thing I ever hear from guys is, you know, I build a rod that they buy, you know, just because it's the new hot thing they yeah. buy and they go I, I don't like it i hate it right yeah it's like, well maybe that's, it wasn't the rod for you maybe yeah, you should that, have tested that's, them all that's that's first. always been you
0: know or ideal to my thing too like guys are like well what do you recommend like how about you come to our casting day our demo days put it in your hand and cast it nine times out of ten when they when they cast it it's so you know we don't sell we don't need to sell you the know, rods you know
1: how many rods i bought over the years before i was with century that i i i, I bought them I took them out. I fished it one night, and I said, "God damn it! I hate this rod. I don't understand how anybody likes this rod." <laughs> and it, you know, it's not just one company; it's all of them. I have went through it forever, and even with centuries, there's certain centuries that I just don't like. I don't fish, and it's just—it's pre- all preference. So, yeah. I, I don't want to see guys walk into a shop and buy a rod and go, "I hate this rod," and then, and then, then they got to deal with returning it. And sometimes the shop isn't going to return it, mm-hmm. or God forbid, you got a warranty issue, and you know. I just think, you know, if you're going to do a a rod, do it custom. Do it right. Make sure it's the rod you want.
0: Pick it up. Come see us. Yeah. We'll
1: take you down. We'll cast it. We'll cast every single rod Sentry has to offer.
0: I'm not going to lie, guys. I've been in a shop plenty of times and it's literally filled with like 50 rods already set up on reels. Any reel possibility. There's no reel in there that they don't have. Every single reel, fan stalls, Z basses, pens. Everything, every rod, every real combination possible that you may even have in your arsenal is on that wall. And all they do is just grab it off the wall and let's go cast it. And that's I, it. That's
1: the best way. I mean, exactly. That's...
0: I mean, our demo days alone, we, we bring out like 50, 50 rods easily. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Easily 50 yeah. rods.
1: Any Anytime you see a cast in them, we'll try to get to it because you know, we, we have a good time. We'll cast. We, we do. You know, we'll we'll, let, you, we'll
0: <laughs> let you cast that $1,100 searching the leaf if you want to see, how, <laughs> see if that rod's worth it for you. All right, so we got through that. Now got through the business end of things. Uh, let's talk about the fishing club you're part of. You know, what's the club? What's it all about?
1: So uh, I'm the president of uh, Cape Atlantic Striper Club. And, you know, we, um, we're, a ve- we're a small club. You know, we try to keep it invite-only, even though we have open meetings and stuff. We, we meet the second Thursday of every month. Um, during the colder months, we do it at the Ocean City Public Library. Anybody listening that would be interested in joining our club, Feel free to stop by 7 p.m. second Thursday of every month um, during the warmer months. We meet on the back deck of Tight Lines Bait and Tackle on Summers Point. Um, our we like to focus on, you know, conservation. You know, at pretty much every ASMFC meeting or some kind of fisheries meeting, there's at least one of our members that are present and are making our voice heard. Uh, we do a lot of beach. We try to do a lot of beach cleanups. Um, we slack this year. Uh, we've been. Unfortunately, we slacked on the beach cleanups this year because we uh, last year we started the uh, Bill Couch Memorial Tournament, which is kind of uh, taking up all of our time right now. Um, so uh, we run this tournament. This is our second year doing it. Last year we had uh, we had raised a little over seven thousand dollars and that that money was donated to uh, the Greater Atlantic Cancer Fund in Bill's name. And. Uh, you can find a Great Atlantic Cancer Fund on the internet. I believe they have a Facebook. They uh they're a nonprofit organization and not a dollar of what you donate to them goes into a CEO, CEO's pockets. It doesn't go to a payroll. It's like not, they like ninety-nine point some percent of all their donations go to helping people in need. And it's in this general community, Atlantic, Cape May County, Ocean County and stuff. So they're They're an awesome organization, and uh, you know they'll—they do a lot from anything from you know transportation to doctor's appointments to you know hey I have I have cancer and I can't pay my friggin' electric bill—they'll pay your electric bill. They take care of it. They're—they're—it's—we're so happy we found these guys because the last thing we wanted to do was raise all this money and send it to. What, knows where what, what cancer foundation, and you know, they're helping somebody in Texas, and a yeah. CEO is walking away making a million dollars a year, and it's just that I can't, that wouldn't sit right with me, and I don't think that sits right with most people. Yeah, and then uh, so we run our tournament April twenty second through April twenty eighth this year. Uh, signups end on April twenty first. I'm not sure about the time. Probably around five. I think 5 5, p.m. 5, 5 PM. Yeah, that's
0: what that's what that's the whole reason we're getting this done right now, so I can release it on <laughs> Thursday, which you guys know I usually release podcasts on Sunday. But this one's being released on Thursday, so we can get more of the word out, get more people uh, signed up for the tournament because it ends on Friday at five p.m. The signups. Uh, uh, how do you how do you, how do they sign up to the tournament? So
1: time? our signups are going to be through Eventbrite. You can find our. Uh, our uh facebook page of bill Couch memorial tournament hosted by cape atlantic striper club um it'll have the link in there we have a ton of donations from some amazing i mean some awesome stuff from guys like chris voorhees chris voorhees uh ted from darby creek and uh keith thomas of black tail and we got um some of the last pikeys that bill couch sealed they were never they were never finished or anything they were only sealed and uh you know, we gave them to these guys, and these guys put their paint on them with with uh custom lips and everything on them and uh I mean they turned out awesome but uh the amount of the amount of uh custom you know custom plugs and, and yeah. stuff like that that we've that we've got uh, donated is insane this. This whole community is
0: insane. Yeah, I've, I've seen some of the donations. A lot of guys, like at point, like everyone donated something. Yeah, from this. it's the, it's, it's, a, it's crazy. Like the amount of love that there is in this community, and that's what we're all about. You know,
1: yeah, it's crazy. It's like to, you know some of the, say, some of the biggest assholes in this community, are some of the most giving people I've ever met in my life. You know, probably me included. <laughs> um, but uh, then we have, you know we have some uh, our grand prizes. Like first place is a Century Surf machine with a VS VSX two hundred on it. I believe the new saw the X two. Yeah. Uh, second place uh, ODM ODM uh, donated us a eleven foot one to six Genesis, and we have a VR two hundred for that as well. Uh, Lama Glass, thank you, Frank. Frank uh, helped us out and got us a, uh, a Lama Glass carbon surf for third place with a. Believe it, Daiwa BG five thousand is the uh, third place reel, and then um, and then we do a longest fish caught on a CCW plug. That's right, people, you gotta fish your CCWs. That's what they're made for. You're not to hoard and try to make money off them, of. but uh, you know that's you know we we do a the biggest biggest fish on a CCW. We also do a prize for that as well, which is a tsunami salt X rod and reel setup from uh, Fisherman's Headquarters. The um, then we do a longest, you know, the first uh, first qualifying fish over forty inches is going to be a rod and reel setup as well. And then April 29th, from four to nine, we do a, a banquet. It's at the Elvin's Fire Hall in Hamilton. and we'll have food, we'll have drinks, we'll have raffles, we'll have giveaways, you know. And that's we had uh, Tack Waterman donated some shirts for us, you know, CCW shirts that they had made they they made for us. And uh, anybody who uh, comes to the banquet, gets one of those shirts as well, and that's the only way you're getting one of them shirts. They're not going to be for sale, they're not going to be on the internet somewhere or nothing. The only way you're going to get one is come to our banquet, and uh, the entry is fifty bucks, and you know that enters you into a lot of giveaways. We're also doing a couple of giveaways right. for all the register uh, for everybody that registered. And uh fifty bucks get you into the banquet and fishes, you know, and you can fish the tournament. Yeah, and
0: you guys don't even have to fish a tournament, you know, just your fifty bucks would be yeah. a donate. I know Absolutely. a lot of guys that don't they they don't have the time to fish, but they still just they sign up and that fifty bucks goes to the cancer, you know it's, even, it's all a charity, yeah. man. Yeah,
1: and in uh and in the banquet, even if you know, if you don't sign up to fish the, the, the tournament, whatever and you wanted to come to the banquet for a chance at one of the raffles, I think I believe the bank I think we're gonna charge twenty five dollars at the door for anyone that wasn't in the tournament. So, you know, 25 bucks, all you can eat, all you can drink. And then, you know, the yeah. BYOB, though, all you yeah. can drink soda. Yeah. You're bringing your own beer. We don't support that. No,
0: <laughs> I <laughs> mean, it, but in the end, it still all goes to a good cause. Exactly. Everything
1: goes to a good cause, man. And that's that's the biggest thing. So,
0: this is a catch and release uh, tournament, right? And, catch release, and release, and, and but no
1: matter... You can say catch and release all you want. If they have illegal yeah. the legal fish, you can't tell them. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. you know, we prefer catch and release, yeah.
0: All right. So, rules and regulations. Like, what, what are the rules and regulations for this tournament?
1: So, any tidal water in new jersey okay
0: um does this include like the river like the delaware and all? oh yeah,
1: okay. absolutely the whole the, the river the bays you know any bays rivers or, or ocean obviously and then uh we we prefer a hard tape hmm. we will not we will not take a fish if it's a soft tape if it you know if you can easily bend that tape we, we will not accept that that we will disqualify it i recommend the rhino the rhino tapes from uh you get them right on the Amazon. I think they're twelve, $12, $15. bucks. Mm-hmm. They're all fiberglass, fiberglass hinges, and everything yeah. on them. They fold out, they slide perfectly right into your plug bag. You won't even know it's there, and uh, they have nice visible, nice visible numbers, and they don't have metal hinges, so they don't rust out and break on you when you
0: go. To and ruler, we'll yeah. we'll underneath the fish, right?
1: You want it, you want it below the fish. Don't cover the fish. Don't cover the fish. Don't cover. The fish. Don't cover, don't cover any numbers with the fish. With don't cover any numbers with the fish. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and then, uh, you know. First prize, you know, the prizes would be the longest fish entered first. So holding on to a fish might screw you in the end, too. So, me personally, I like to hold on to fish if I'm fishing a tournament.
0: <laughs> uh, no, you're not the only one. I know a lot of people do that, too. So, but, uh, so, um, what was it? All right, so let's spend a few minutes. Uh, a lot of these guys, you know, a lot of people are here. They know who Bill is or who what CCW is, but a lot of the guys don't know who he is. So let's spend a few minutes to talk about Bill Couch, you know, and CCW and what like what he meant to the community of surfcasters. Why you guys do this tournament for him every year?
1: So Bill, I personally do not, you know, I know Bill to just through shows and stuff like that and buying plugs from him and all. Um, a lot of the guys in our club fish with Bill good friends with bill you know george bucci bill helped george learn how to you know taught bill how to uh bill helped george learn how to build plugs and stuff he he helped him out a lot um and bill always uh you know he did like a couple seminars for us and stuff and he was always he was always a a part of the club in a way you Mm -hmm. know he did custom color plugs for everybody in the club at one point and everything and you know so we kind of we kind of took it on our on our own shoulders to, to do this. Cause unfortunately when Bill died, it was during COVID. There was no, there was no, uh, there was no real funeral or nothing like that. And no one was able to come together. And that's kind of what we hope the banquet is for people is like a way to, you know, a way to celebrate Bill's life, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and as for CCW, I mean, I don't think if you're a surfcaster and you don't own a CCW plug, I mean, you go home, find a new hobby. You know, it's, you know, they were as regular as a guy fishing a, a, an SP minnow. Everybody I know, one of my first plugs I ever got when I was young was a freaking CCW Danny, you know, yeah. it's, or a Darter actually. They you know, they were everywhere. Everybody fishes them, fished them, and now now you go online and look, and it's kind of a disgrace what yeah, some of these guys are much. doing. And I and I get, you know, I understand that you know you're not getting you're you're not replacing that plug. So if you're going to sell it, you're going to get a couple more dollars for it. I get that, but. Some of these guys are out of control. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some plugs up there for sale for that were astronomical, and it was yeah for
0: what they are. I mean, it just, it's just just the way the, the way things work now. You know, like they're us. Th- they're guys like us. We we fish right. We fish hard. Every everything we buy, we fish. And there's guys Absolutely. that they just they're specifically in this just to you know buy plugs, flip plugs, and like they'll they'll be the first one at six a.m. in a line for a show just because they want to buy it and double. Well, up
1: they, the room, you got yeah? the guy who runs the. Uh, a CCW appreciation page mm-hmm. is you know, taking CCW plugs and putting them onto another page and he's trying to get two hundred two hundred and fifty dollars each plug and you know and it's it's like a disgrace. You know, yeah. that that guy that guy should be should be blacklisted. <laughs> and and the biggest slap in the face is that Bill never Bill never did this for any reason besides to get guys to fish his stuff. And that was it like that's yeah. all built one was for people to fish you know and he was a, he was a hard fisherman himself so yeah okay natural to him
0: so what are your what are some of your uh, favorite CCWs that you love to
1: do uh, the JJ one the dated one yeah uh that's that's my one the and the pikey the CCW pikeys and all
0: any one. color specific that you really uh, love yellow
1: yellow. Yellow, mm-hmm. just yellow yellow over white
0: cool all right uh so let, let's talk about Dean as the angler Besides locking yourself up at the shop and like cranking out custom rods in day and day, out, like uh, when you do have free time, what type of fishing gets gets you pumped up?
1: Springtime, springtime,
0: springtime yeah, springtime bass, striper. Yeah, bass.
1: I, you know, I love the fall. Mm-hmm. I do love the fall, but it seems a lot of our bites around here in the fall seem to be seem to be during the day, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's you know. It's limited for me. I got young kids. I don't, yeah. I don't try to fish till my kids go to bed. It's my biggest
0: thing. Yeah, but the best part is the area. So you know, just the area you fish is just way different than anyone else, though. See, you know what I mean? Like you stay local, and then you 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 can catch fish local. You know how hard that is, especially in this area.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's a tough fishery around here. I mean, I I travel everywhere though. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, I fish. I fish the same places most other people fish too. Mm-hmm. So I just try to do it a little differently than them and yeah. try to stay away. But Nowadays, it's almost impossible. You know, no, to, to to be anywhere by yourself and fish anymore is no. It just, it's
0: insane. It, it takes one guy. It yeah, takes one it's, guy.
1: That's it. One guy. Uh, but it, it is what it is. You know, that's the the sport is evolving, and yeah. it's either get on board or get out. It's mm-hmm. one you, know, you can't sitting online and bitching about. There's a crowd here, a crowd there. Is doing nothing for anyone. Yeah, just you know, you're just. I'll be damned if I'm gonna let a crowd. Or a fish affect my life in a negative way in any way whatsoever, mm-hmm. and I always say it's the people who you know they must have had it fucking sweet. Yeah, if a striped ass or a lineup somewhere is going to ruin their day, the right? Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, back then were you were you one of those guys that like to like. You know, like and I, I know George used to be that guy, you know, like if you fish a spot, he's gonna pretty much try to chase you out of there.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, over was, time. I've right? I, I, I was I've never been that guy. Okay. I've never I never have. To, okay. you know, the fact of the matter is, I I like to fish and I really like to fish with my friends. I yeah, like to right, see right. my friends. As much as I love fishing, I also like to see my friends. And if you know, if I'm going somewhere and someone has something to say about me being there with my friends, well they yeah, they can Yeah, exactly. They can blow me.
0: <laughs> man, we gotta keep this pg I'm sorry but we're, I'm, 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 Bo- but I'm, we're I'm, all good we're all good it just makes it the fun part of it <laughs> so uh like do you ever do any freshwater fishing that's what
1: I, I used to not anymore man i really haven't i i went out last year with my buddy joe i don't know if you guys know joe Mannion. he's an amazing fisherman He's for odm uh joe joe invites me constantly down and you know pete from uh comanche invites yeah. me all the time to go snakehead fishing and stuff and it's just I just don't have the time. I, I really don't. You know, I as much as I want to go chase largemouth and snakeheads and stuff, I need another hobby. Like I need a, a gun to my head. I, I just I can't, I don't know if I can afford it.
0: <laughs> well then, do you even have any time? No, between building rods and then like squeezing in a fishing trip here or there and then, and then and kids. It's it's a, it's a, it's a it's, full it's, schedule. Exactly, it's a full exactly. schedule. Exactly. But I mean you keep it all together, don't you? For now. <laughs> he's like he's on his fumes. By like eight o'clock, he's like I'm on my last fumes, guys. I don't know, man. Well,
1: and that's why all the stupid things happen. Like, you know, I I wanted to take a moment actually to talk about it. Like yeah. those late nights, I, I I'm guilty of it myself pretty much for you know, three, four or five times a week. Uh, them late night tides, man. Oh, yeah. You gotta be careful with those. You know, I was in an accident, I'm sure you know. yeah. Yep. Uh, I freaking fell asleep driving home one night, and freaking hit the guardrail, uh, totaled my car, and that's put me in a shitty situation. Like, yeah, trying to dig back out of a hole right now. But, you know, you got to be careful on those late night tides, I man. You really, you really do. Like, those guys that, you know, pride themselves on that I fish alone shit, it's, it's not worth it, man. Yeah. Have a friend. Have a friend go with you. It's always, worth
0: it. always. You know what I mean? It's just always have, it's always fun to fish with, too. Like, those guys that say, oh, I love the fish alone. Like, no, you guys don't. Just so much more. You're fun.
1: just you're even just a bad person, and nobody me, likes you. That's exactly. Why. That's what. It, that's how I feel sometimes.
0: Like I enjoy fishing with friends all the time.
1: That's I mean. what I'm here for. Exactly. As like much as I love fishing, I love being with my friends. Just yeah. Even much, even
0: when I have my own boat. Like I could always go out by myself, but I don't. Like I love having at least one person, even if it's a new person. Like I just enjoy having company around.
1: Don't get me wrong. I have nights where I do it. You know. Yeah. I, 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 fish around here locally a lot yeah. where i sneak out by myself yeah know, that's, a, that's a little bit different than driving like two three hours yeah, away you know. by yourself you know the kids are, you know, the, i just cleaned the house the kids made a mess in 15 minutes and <laughs> they're finally going to bed and you know they, one one craps itself and you know it's, something like that happens and it's like you know what i'm gonna go hit a bridge by myself and just really yeah. peaceful tonight you know yeah i do enjoy those nights but when i'm fishing i want to fish with a friend i do sorry
0: no, nothing wrong with that well, you know, like Dean said, you know, there's there's no fish out there that's worth you know your losing life losing sleep, over. losing sleep, or your life, be, or your <laughs> life, or just like you know, as fishermen, yeah, we do get angry because people spot burn and like all this other stuff. But you know, in the end, guys, it's just fishing. You know what I mean? It,
1: it is just fishing, but the the spot burning thing's out of control. Yeah, And, I, and I was one of the ones on the forefront a couple of years ago, you know, yelling at everybody for it. But it's not going to make a difference.
0: No it's not, not especially the generation of anglers some, some good some bad you know what i mean growing up just
1: every kid now has got a, a gopro on his head yeah, on his chest yeah, or whatever it's yeah that and they got for you if that's what you want to do i get it that's that's awesome man i'm happy for you yeah but it's not for me and i think it's detrimental but yeah. whatever <laughs> yeah. but I, I think
0: if these anglers get taught by you know like guys like you george and like you know just if, a good mentor i call it that educates them like the right well, way. I feel
1: like they don't have it. Their mentor was, you know, they go on YouTube and they found a guy fishing and, and they learn off the of video them. video yeah. and he went, Oh wow. This guy's got almost a million followers. I bet I can do that. And yeah. Every single one of them does it. And listen, I, I, I think it's great. It's helping. It helps the sport. It, it, yeah. Unfortunately what it does, it helps the sport. It helps the business. It helps, it helps me. Yeah. It really truly does. And the
0: downside of it, it just, it, it we, lose ac- we, lose we lose access. access. Yep. The
1: downside is we lose access. We, we absolutely lose access. we, absolutely destroy the fisheries mm-hmm. because the unfortunate thing is 90% of people don't know how to handle a fish. Yep. And all you got to do is go anywhere on a beach in the fall where there's a blitz going on and you'll see just how good people are. Mishandling,
0: kicking fish down the beach. Kicking route. fish yeah. in
1: the sand and everything like that. Like that's, you know, I care much more about the way people are handling fish and stuff than I do about somebody spot burning anymore. Cause yep. there is no such thing no more. It's, it's, it's over. You, all yeah. you can do is protect the bite.
0: Yeah, you can check that. What part of that.
1: the tide to people that people that the people want to be there? You exactly. know, that's that's it. <laughs> like,
0: like fish got tails, right? They can go to any spot anywhere. You can, you can you can spot burn all you want, but if you if you don't know the tide and you don't know what you're throwing, you're never gonna find fish. So you exactly. can send the same guy there three nights in a row, and he's gonna be off the fish because he doesn't know when to fish it. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, you you go you veterans out there, you got, you guys, you know, you I'm got, not
1: a I'm far from a veteran,
0: but enough. Enough. You can find your fish. I mean, your end of, your end of season post of big fish. It it kind of validates that, like you said. You like to keep fish pictures.
1: I do. I like to hold. I like to
0: hold. Hold on to them a little bit. All right, cool. So, uh, so we're down to uh, our listeners' favorite question. Uh, you know, what are three bucket list fish that you haven't knocked off your list yet? I know you took a, re- a trip down to Florida recently too. Yeah,
1: and I hooked, I hooked one of them like th- about twenty five times. Tarpon, man, I can't. I,
0: <laughs> you can't get one. You I can't get you one. You keep yeah. jumping them, but you just can't you get one. I
1: kept jumping them. Yeah, it sucked. Um, Any size of them? Yeah, they were big. Yeah. <laughs> they were, I probably shouldn't have been targeting them, but whatever. What were you they throwing? Was, <laughs> throwing a, a weapon.
0: <laughs> you were throwing a weapon to like hundred pound tarpon.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I I hooked several of them. I kept jumping them in, you know, I suck, Whatever, but um, tarpons won. uh GTS man, uh, I really, yeah, yeah. officer off the land, off off a ledge somewhere on mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. island out in Australia. Australia. I, yeah, <laughs> you, you watching you watching too many Brooksy's. <laughs> yeah, i have yeah. <laughs> watching too many. You watching too many Brooksy videos out there. Yeah, I mean that they're they're incredible. It's insane though. It's insane. I, I mean, any, any fisherman out there who wouldn't want to do that isn't.
0: Yeah, off insane. off the edge of a cliff and you can little hook GT Larry five feet from your foot and he rips drag yeah. off your like 20k Stella Yeah, okay.
1: I, it's insane um I really really recently been into like bottom fishing I don't know what happened to me I'm like there's nothing uh, wrong with that man I love bottom fishing I do
0: I know you, of, I you've, been, you, you've been, you've been on that
1: you've been on that talk thing
0: man you love it I, get,
1: I do I do like the tog fishing I like uh I like sheeps head I like talking the Sheep's head but I I I also just it's it's just in me to want to get this all by foot too. You know, yeah, I mean? yeah, you know, yeah. I take you know, I go out on friends boats, I take charters and stuff like that, but you know, trying to get a nice big double digit sheep or tog off the, off the land off is land. Just It's so it's, much it's a mission, so man, cooler.
0: but it's worth it. It's definitely worth it.
1: Um the uh see so yeah, a tarpon GT, bucketless fish, and then uh No no
0: Bull Red. I've got a nice. I've had red? some. I've had you some, had some reds. reds.
1: Yeah. Never bull, but I've had some. I've had some good reds over the years. Um, I think that's pretty much it. All I right, we'll really go for
0: it. the two. We'll do the two.
1: Do the two. Go for the two. I mean, rooster fish would be cool, but oh yeah, that's definitely cool. Yeah, I'm a felon. I can go to Mexico.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, no, go there. I can't come <laughs> back.
1: I'm not allowed back.
0: <laughs> so if you had a chance, if century, if century gave you all the money in the world to go fish in the world where would it be and what oh, would you target
1: come on i just said it yeah. Going
0: <laughs> going gt fish oh, gt fish going to show you so uh i mean you've been out late nights days nights you know any crazy memorable fishing trips you had whether it a great night you know with friends with some of the biggest fish we've ever seen or it was just one crazy horrible shitty trip not counting that accident
1: <laughs> oh yeah that, that, that was yeah
0: that would be the bad um,
1: one i mean the good the good the good times are every time. Every every, every trip is good. I mean, I don't, I don't any like mem- any memorable ones you had with some good guys. <clears throat> I mean, every trip's been good guys. Last year I went to Cuddy Hunk with some good friends, and that was that was awesome. This year I'm going with guys from the club to uh, to Cuddy Hunk, and I you know I I can't wait, you know. Yeah. And I'm gonna be the only one there that's ever been there, so it's gonna be real fun. Uh, you're,
0: you're gonna be the new guy. I'm
1: gonna be no, I'm gonna be the. Oh, they're no, all no, gonna be the oh, new, new guy. guy. I'm gonna be you. like the guy that's been there one time, so they're all gonna look to me, I, it, which is great. I'm fine with it. But I don't know shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're just going to go fishing. But, uh, and memorable trips, I mean, the, you know, 2017, 18, the, the canal trips were some of the most insane fishing I've ever seen in my life. That was awesome. Guys hated on it so much, but they were all there. They were all chasing it too.
0: <laughs> Everyone was mad. There. If,
1: they were just mad that they weren't there at the right times or something. I don't know. Um, it yeah, is tons of memorable trips, man. I, you know, I try to make every trip memorable my uh my favorite my favorite trips are when you know them like suicide like last second trips like Mm -hmm. run to connecticut and fish with my buddy steve hasselbacker like those are my favorite trips i run up up to cape cod and fish with my buddy rory and nate those are those are amazing but like bad i've had some bad trips too man like you know we went uh, the whole club went to the canal last year and i think between all of us there was seven fish caught you know (laughs) that was that was horrible um also, last year I was I was wet. I was waiting out somewhere where I probably shouldn't have been waiting out a little early in the tide. I stepped in a hole, got washed off my feet, and well, another buddy grabbed me. And, and if he didn't grab me, it would have been really bad news. Cold, cold water, the whole nine. Really hard, hard ripping current. Waiters filling up. Oh, I had a bruise under my arm Ugh. for weeks, weeks afterwards because of how hard he how hard he had to grab, grab me and you. pull me out of the current. And it was. Just irresponsible, to be honest with you. And do a lot of stupid,
0: irresponsible things. So, yeah, well, we all do. <laughs> these fish, fish, fish drive is crazy, right? Sometimes we'll do dumb it's... shit. We don't think about
1: it. Exactly.
0: You know, so... uh Oh, yeah. I had one question I do want to ask you. Is What do you think about our fishery? Like, our fishery, where's it going? Like, especially the striper fishery-wise. Like, well, have you seen it in the past two, three years? And what do you think
1: about it? There is... Now, I know what the numbers are. Mm-hmm. I, I, I read all this stuff. I, I've been to the ASMFC meetings and all, and I, I agree with them. I, I do agree that our numbers are down. Are they as down as they claim to be? I'm not sure. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. There's a lot, there is a lot of fishery. Yeah, there, yeah. there is. And I really think they should be looking harder at that entire Raritan Bay fishery and all the spawning rivers up there. Mm-hmm. Um, the unfortunate thing is, you know, no matter how many fish around are around, that Chesapeake Bay fishery is not getting the spawns that they should be getting. And that's a problem. Whether that's pollution, whether that's invasive species of fish, whether those fish are all friggin' dead, I don't know. But right. there's definitely something going on in that Chesapeake Bay fishery that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't see anybody doing anything about it. I don't and i don't i don't know what to do about it i, I personally don't there's not much we can do about
0: it down there their regulations and whatever they do is a lot different than what we do up here
1: and they they you know they have their trophy season now yeah. and they they kind of if you look at the dates that they have their trophy season it's doesn't line up it doesn't line up the fish are pretty much gone yeah. which i i applaud maryland for cater you know they're going to always pay to the they're, they're always going to cater to the paid businesses the charter yeah. boats the party boats the the commercial fleets and everything like that and you know, Maryland's got some of the strictest regulations on fish down there, and they have some of the stupidest restrictions on, you know, regulations on fish down there as well. Um, New Jersey, New Jersey's always going to get theirs. You know, they always got to get a couple inches more than everyone else, or they yeah. got to do a longer season than everyone else. the same thing with flu a couple years ago, and, you know. Um, it said I don't know what the answer is. I mean, the Massachusetts meat, you know, them guys, they – they, they decimate every every big fish that comes through up there. They, they try their hardest, at least. And I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, mean, I mean, if the fishery's every... in that bad of shape as they claim it is, and, you know, us as, even though I don't keep fish, I might keep a couple a year, but, like, you know, for them to, to lock down on us for everything and then allow for a commercial fishery to take millions of pounds, it's like, how bad is the fishery really doing, you yeah, know? Exactly. So I, I don't know. It's, Two or three years ago, if you asked me this, I would say they're all dead. They're mm-hmm. all dead, but the last two or three years, it's like... Right.
0: Especially last fall, it just I, it, there's it, it got insanity.
1: There's a, there's a lot of fish yeah. around.
0: There and is. then Especially an angle like you, you fish anywhere from North Carolina up to Maine. You know what I mean? So you, you have an eye, and also, as a rod builder, you talk to a lot of guys up and down the coast guys, yeah. so they always give you feedback on how their fishery's been or something like that you know what i mean so but
1: well, you're going to see more more and more big fish are going to come because yeah. of this because of the, slot, slot size, you know? yeah. and the, the the days of did you get a 50 are over you know mm-hmm. what i mean that's everyone's going to have a 50 pounder sooner or next later ten, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're in, if you're in rarity yeah. in a boat you're going to swing real close to one every, you know I mean? yeah, every time you're out yeah, it's you know it's uh there's a lot of really big fish and there's a lot of you know that thirty to thirty-five inch fish range, and yeah, yeah. that's what they're killing. And I yeah. think the, I think the slot should be changed. I think it should change every couple of years, personally. Mm. So we stop decimating one year one class, class of, of fish. fish. Exactly. It's kind of stupid, but. You know, again, what do I know? I'm just a, I'm just a rock daughter and, You know, got his got his GED in jail, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah. shit.
0: <laughs> hey, but as a wreck fisherman, we 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 see with our own eyes. We you know, do a lot, see. a lot of guys that that they they put the regulations and stuff together. You know, they sit behind a desk all day, right? The wreck anglers, we're out here every single day. We see what we see. Yeah,
1: you know yeah. But I mean, a lot of those a lot of those guys they're, they're much smarter than me, and they they use different methods to find what mm-hmm. they what they come up with and now i guess now they're saying that it's not now we're not going to have a rebuild by 2028 so i i don't know who knows knows. knows? but it's they're gonna they're gonna gonna blame it on the wreck guy yeah they're gonna say oh well they're they're catching too many fish and releasing them the the mortality's gone up yeah and you know for me personally the nine percent mortality rate is bullshit for someone like me because i know how to handle a fish and Mm. someone like everybody i know they know how to handle fish but all you got to do is go look around, and and you can see why they have why that rate is what it is. These yeah. guys don't know how to take care of fish, you know. They're,
0: yeah, minus that, they're freaking insane. Bird and poaching, you know, like oh, it, it, it's it's insane
1: out, out it's there, out there up there. I mean, I could call I can call a cop every night. Yeah, I can call a cop every single night, and I'm sure most surf casters will tell yeah. you the same exact thing. Exactly, it's it's out of control with with the poaching. I mean, and they're and they're doing it blatantly right, mm-hmm. right in the face. They don't care.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: They're not feeding families. They're they're feeding markets. Exactly. That's what it yeah, is. That's what it
0: is. Definitely. So uh, looks like we're at the end, uh, and you know, we need you to do us a favor and let our listeners know where they can find you, where they can find Advanced Fishing USA, and uh, and once again, you know, how they can find everyone to sign up for this uh, this amazing tournament coming up this week.
1: So you can find me on you can find me on TikTok at Dean Advanced Fishing. I put uh, pretty much all my builds on there, plus a couple of videos of my kids acting like nuts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got to have a few of those.
1: Uh, I'm also on Instagram at Dean underscore Advanced Fishing USA. And then on Facebook is Dean Dannenhower.
0: Cool. And for Advanced Fishing USA, we would find us at Advanced Fishing Advanced USA. Fishing
1: USA on, uh, Advanced Fishing USA on Instagram and on Facebook.
0: And then for the, uh, the tournament, um, it's, it's not an event. You can just search for it. Um, I'll, I'll include the description link in below, so you guys can just click on it, and it'll lead yeah, you yeah, right to yeah. it. Yeah, you
1: can find I mean, I, I've shared it everywhere. It's all over Facebook and stuff. It's not really on Instagram that much, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I will uh, I will make sure Quaz got the, uh, the, the link for it. Link Yep, yep. That I'll that make sure I include it. it. It's yep. super easy to sign up. Very easy. A couple, couple clicks, fill out your name, and you're in. Yep, sounds good. So,
0: all right. Well, besides that, you know, thanks for sitting down with me, Dean. It was a pleasure having you on board. You know, just pretty much promoting the, the tournament, talk about century, you know, in your rods and advanced fishing, and a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, let's I keep those lines tight, man. I'll talk to you later. Appreciate it. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening on another podcast, and appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in to take a listen. It's been a pleasure sitting down with Dean today, as he's an amazing rod builder and also as a person. I have been on the uh, Advanced Pro team for over two seasons now, and they've always treated me like a family member, and especially the rest of the guys are just as incredible, and I am blessed to be able to be in that circle. Once again, don't forget to sign up for the Bill Couch Memorial Tournament this week, and we will leave the link in the description as with the info to find Dean and Advanced Fishing USA. Stay tuned as the next episode for next week will be sitting out with Alan Lee of Sport Fishing to talk a little about the inshore and offshore fishing game. Once again, make sure you follow us on our social media, and have a great day, everyone, and keep those lines tight.